Hi, I'm Anushka. And I'm Akila. And you're listening to Through, Through the, the Fifth, Fifth Dimension. Dimension. In today's episode, we're going to be diving into the world of sustainability and ethical practices in businesses and brands. Yeah, so sustainability for, you know, companies and businesses in particular refers to doing business without negatively impacting the environment, community or society as a whole. And green businesses refers to enterprises that have low or minimal negative impacts on the environment and also strive to make positive outcomes. They basically strive for that triple bottom line, which is, you know, by the way, a theory in economics that proposes the idea of not having just one bottom line, but there should be three, you know, profit, people and planet. Um, an example of green business is a company making uh, reusable plastic bottles. Yeah, And I think nowadays there are many people who are striving to be more sustainable in their fashion or like makeup brands because, um, you know, there's a lot of like dark sides when we think about like where they're sourcing these products from. And now people are trying to get more eco-friendly environmental friendly and ethical yeah it's like pretty much an eco-friendly era that's the trend now as you say so um i wanted to talk about one point which i think is very important is how like sustainability now that more people are like knowing about it and like aware about it um people are using it as a marketing tool now instead of just actually practicing in like sustainable types of things like Instead of actually being ethical, they'll just plaster the word eco-friendly. It's or like Yeah, or like green. <laughs> something very like vague. That. Yeah, very vague terms. And yeah. they don't really put their like proof or like what they actually do. They just like, you know, want to be... They want to get brownie points, basically. Like, because it's, it's very pressurizing. Like now companies are expected to be green. Otherwise, it's not going to be a successful company. Like, it's very difficult to be successful unless you're already a huge brand. Like, customers and consumers don't just expect good service and products. But, like, they also feel, like, good... They need to feel good about the choices they make. And they're making, right? They want to use their money in a way which makes them feel good. And now, having this eco-friendly label, saying, I shop in this eco-friendly store, is a thing that makes them feel good, right? Like, obviously, you choose an eco-friendly store over a non-eco-friendly one yeah and like unless it's like as you said unless it's a very big brand many people would like grab would be gravitated towards like you know like an eco-friendly brand because oh that that's great like you know it's like environmentally friendly and it has good products like that's what sets them apart from like these big brands right they're they're doing something good so like you know you should buy from them but like how do we know whether it's just performative or like you know they're actually like committed towards making it ethical i know that's it i feel like that's where the biggest dilemma lies because there's so many of these companies that are just hiding on this facade of like being like sustainable and you don't really know until like this whole news report comes off about it like you know the h&m thing yeah. that recently went under like apparently they were really they were greenwashing and by the way greenwashing um is essentially like when a company an organization kind of spends more time and resources on marketing themselves as sustainable rather than actually being you know sustainable and like minimizing the negative impacts on the environment so like a lot of these like fast fashion brands as i said like h&m have this habit of advertising it's green initiatives like really widely even though it has like a very tiny part in their process and their operations right so as i was saying i keep saying h&m and i don't get the point it's like h&m launched um its line called green clothing and titled it conscious 
okay so the company keeps claiming and keeps advertising that they use like organic uh, material like cotton and recycled polyester yeah. but the um, line is not that it's not actually like how it is marketed so like greenwashing right they just use this as a tactic to make them cells appear more environmentally environment friendly so like um nobody like really got on i think until um like this no norwegian customer authority really came out and spoke about it mm-hmm. so it's so difficult for like consumers like you and me who are just going to stores and trying to buy stuff right yeah. like h&m has such a huge um platform where they're like oh we're eco-friendly you'll just believe them right so like there's no way of knowing until something's made such a big deal of does that make yeah. sense or that is that makes, very yeah, like that doesn't make sense but you know what's really ironic what? i when i was doing research um i searched up fast fashion right yeah. first thing that pops up is h&m then when you search up sustainable fashion brands you scroll down a little and again you see h&m which is so funny to me <laughs> oh my god that's so like I, that's so so confusing because like yeah it's not really like really deep dive kind of not like really deep dive you open the tabs you like understand the h&m's not that like sustainable like that they only have one clothing line which is sustainable and the rest of their thing is fast fashion so what are they really doing i know that's so they're just not really doing it apparently that line also is not that like sustainable like i don't know what h&m is doing but no hate to h&m though yeah no hate like i still really like h&m it's just that um i'll definitely be looking at other stores more like i would think twice before going to h&m like mm-hmm. unless i really want that just and you know like this is where the issue like we were talking about this from the days and i want to bring it up here the issue of affordability comes up yeah like i feel like a lot of people um like you know we kind of all keep going on and hopping about how fast fashion should be left behind because it's not good for the environment but a lot of people can't really afford on a daily like you know on like a regular basis to buy clothes from brands which are sustainable which are really uh truly sustainable because they're the materials they use first of all like cost so much like by the end of production it's such an expensive product so i feel like that's a huge issue what do you think of affordability okay my opinion is that even though like um as you said like some people can't even afford it at all right like yeah. they look at it they want to do something good for the environment but they can't do anything about it yeah. because this is their only source of getting clothes um which they can afford right yeah. um but but like some people just don't want to pay the extra price like when they see like a similar thing that they can buy in like H&M, Zara, Forever 21 why would they go to a sustainable store which is like 10 times more like I know there's many fast fashion brands who are already like expensive. Yeah. And then there's uh sorry, unsustainable brands which are already expensive. And then there's like these sustainable brands which are more expensive. And obviously I'm not blaming them for being expensive. There's yeah. like a lot of reasons because why they need to afford that the material. Costs, yeah. yeah, and um you know fast fashion is fast. Like that's yeah. the whole point. Like you can get it done really really quickly and sustainable fashion is like very like time consuming and like you'll have to put in extra effort and that's why it's more expensive right and it's a good thing that they're doing that but not everyone can afford that it's it's kind of a privilege to be able to afford only sustainable fashion right it is and that's why i feel like this is why i don't feel like it's really really explored and pressured for people because it's like not everyone can have that privilege whether like feel like they're helping 
one more point i wanted to talk about is trends okay and i'm going to be brutally honest about this because you know although i want to be like you know like oh environmental friendly whatever but like honestly even though there's sustainable brands with like good style good aesthetics good trends sometimes you just can't find what you like there and some people are like you know they're interested in like fashion they want to wear what they like and sometimes they don't find that in sustainable uh, fashion brands because they're more focused on um they're like the amount of effort they put in to like yeah. make it sustainable you know i love this point that you yeah. brought up like honestly like i am somebody who kind of loves going to trends like i have my own fashion sense but there are like certain trends you're like oh i want to try that yeah. right and these sustainable like companies don't like fa- clothing companies sustainable yeah. clothing companies don't really make that or make that in time because you know fast fashion makes it like practically overnight right yeah so it's like that's another thing that makes it very difficult to choose a sustainable store over a non-sustainable one so there are a lot of like reasons why people don't shop like in these sustainable fashion stores because it's really difficult at times yeah like you want to make the right choice but there's so many other factors that come into play so it's kind of difficult sometimes to pick it but yeah but there's also a lot of factors where we should be feeling bad about fast fashion yeah like i <laughs> okay like i know personally that after i've been educated on this topic and i really like searched up and all like i know i make more ethical choices i make more sustainable choices because it's very important i love clothes but like i love the planet more you know like i would like to help the planet so yeah. then uh, there was this whole lawsuit that h&m was not actually marketing um themselves correctly or appropriately they were very misleading about it and i feel like after this whole um incident in the whole lawsuit news i feel like a lot of people lost trust in h&m because they weren't really conscious like i was not really buying sustainable clothes um even though i was going to that line and picking stuff out i really lost a lot of trust in h&m after this whole stunt that they pulled it was really sad because i actually made like an effort to be sustainable and the only time i'd gone to h&m was to shop from that specific line So it's very disappointing when brands, you know, fashion brands that you love and adore so much and are a huge fan of their clothes actually start pulling stuff like this. Yeah. This is like truly the extent of how performative people can get and brands can get. I find it like so sad that in today's time you really need to look into a brand to figure out if they're sustainable or not. Like even though they're marketed you can't really believe it like you really need to like search it up and you have to go to like reddit forms <laughs> to like actually figure it out um i wish brands had made it easier for us to shop more sustainably that uh, these fast fashion brands like really like try to be more sustainable because it is getting really difficult yeah and i think it's actually just like obviously it's better if you just are honest that you're like you know a fast fashion brand then hmm. just like put on a show because Although that is going to get you marketing, if someone exposes you, people are gonna hate your brand more. I know, like I know, I'm going on and on about H and M. I apologize. I've probably said H and M's name so many times in this episode. No hate to any of the brands. Yeah, no, but like hate to H and M because <laughs> I really don't like it anymore. <laughs> so yeah, I also really wanted to talk about um Coca Cola. Um, it ranked as world's number one plastic polluter. and those junk like this like twice okay um they like came out and they announced that they were not going to be 
um abandoning their whole plastic packaging you know they have plastic bottles so like no we're not gonna stop this because our um customer base really likes it yeah pollution <laughs> yeah and there's so much protest about it and their uh, and their spokesperson made huge claims saying that they would get back every bottle by 2030 and that they would um like you know recycle their plastic bottles and all so they're making like these huge claims that they are like kind of sustainable and they are going to make efforts that their bottles don't end up as litter in the ocean But a lot of those again, I think another lawsuit again. Hold on, let me verify this fact. There was like um. While you are verifying it, <laughs> I'm verifying it, yeah. guys. <laughs> While you are verif verifying it, I wanted to talk a little bit about um this um mineral called mica, mica. I don't know how to say it, but it's but spelled. One second, I'm so <laughs> sorry, I'm dropping. <laughs> no, but not. actually, there was a lawsuit against yeah. Coke. And yeah, that's been verified, and it was um the lawsuit because they had been falsely advertising that they were sustainable and eco friendly, despite being the largest plastic polluter in the world. Yeah. So back to Mika. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's like being like a president <coughs> and giving like you know false, like say like before in the election they give like a bunch of like false hopes to the people like oh yeah. I'm gonna change this I'm gonna change poverty. that yeah and then the second they become a president they're just like sitting there eating their McDonald's doing nothing <laughs> and throwing it in the ocean yeah so um my point was that um there's this mineral called mica mica it's spelled M I C A I don't know how to spell it but no um, pronounce it. pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it but um basically this um ingredient mineral is found in india and madagascar and always um make children um work to get these from mine shafts and many of the times while they're going into these mine shafts they get killed from um rocks that are falling on their head um uh, while going into this very deep um mines and um that's like one very like ethical problem and a lot of this um ingredient is used in makeup products in electronics and other things like that so now that it just comes to us thinking about like all of the ethics of these things like no one ever says these in the like uh obviously they give the ingredients right but they never say oh this is sourced from children dying like they never say that so you know at this point we have to like really just like It's like we have to like go and search for it on our own. Like these brands are obviously never going to admit to things like these, right? Yeah, and I feel like okay, first of all, wow, I never knew that. Uh, that is actually really sad. It's devastating. That's definitely something I'm going to read up on. Yeah. I wanted to talk about how people can spot greenwashing and how we can exactly avoid it, right? Because you're right. Like they don't tell us what goes into actually getting and obtaining. the uh, material and what goes on in the process right of making the product so how do you think we can like avoid it um as i said before um you have to really uh, i didn't say exactly this point but like you know sometimes they don't include third party certification i think that's one thing you should check for right even though they plaster the word eco friendly you should check whether it's verified by someone else which is like you know an I don't know some like government or like something like that, yeah. which can like verify and make sure that they're telling the truth. If, like as we said before, H and M is a good brand, <laughs> Zara is a good brand, and yeah. they've both Zara tried. Zara is sustainable. They are. Yeah. But like when I searched up fast fashion, I was like. <laughs> no, no, it's fast fashion, but sustainable. 
That's confusing. Yeah, let me search on. It is confusing. It but is. That's why it is difficult to like. It's difficult understand. to spot. Yeah, Zara falls. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Akhila's died. Yeah. See, <gasps> this is exactly our point. We I never heard. know when something is sustainable or not. Like, guys, I'm not a sustainable <laughs> girl. Okay, they're walking to the. <laughs> They're <laughs> working towards sustainability. We're all trying. But yeah, they're trying. Unlike H&M, they're yeah. trying. And we're not like, going to get sued. We won't. H&M, it's right? not like they're going to listen to us. But like, anyways, my point was that, okay, first, third party certification, very important. Second, is that, are they really like saying what they do to be eco-friendly? Yeah. Like, or are they just saying eco-friendly? Yeah, is it just like a word that's la- like, but that was, yeah. does it have a clear meaning behind it? Yeah, because I have one very good example for, like, a popular sustainable brand, which, have you heard of Lush? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, like, they make bath bombs and a few, like, skincare and makeup products as well. Yeah. And they are very um, committed towards making um, sustainable and environmental-friendly things. And they want to help out the environment as well. I'm pretty sure they donate to a lot of charities and all that. Whoa. And um, they're in, they're, they have, like, this whole page on their website where they talk about all their, like, environmental-friendly type stuff. Um, they reduce their packaging. And if that if they don't have, like, if they don't have an option, they, ha- like, they try other things. You know, they're very, like, forward with their um, branding. And, and they're also very popular, right? So it's, like... Um, this is a good example, okay, yeah. and they, they, they list all the things they do, um, and I think maybe if you are a sustainable fashion brand, you should, like, Lush isn't a fashion brand for, um, but it counts, yeah, a beauty it brand, yeah, it's a beauty brand, so I think that's a very good, uh, way of, um, marketing, because that can also just get you more followers, you know, not followers, but, you know, yeah. People who buy your products. They really stuff. go like up and beyond to be sustainable and to really earn that label as a green brand. Yeah. Um, what else? Like how can you actually identify if a brand's greenwashing? Um, a point like I came across a lot when I was researching for this topic was that when these brands like emphasize on one tiny uh, aspect of the whole production like just one thing like one practice is sustainable and the rest of it is not yeah um so that's one point i really came across and i think basically you just have to do a lot of research into the brands you're buying yeah. and you have to be a little more responsible of what you're actually using your money for right like there's nothing wrong with going into an h&m and picking up a shirt right but as long as you're ensuring that that's like that's what you need, that's what you want. Yeah, that's what you need and that's what you want. And if it's really worth it. Yeah. And um, and I'm, and one more thing is that if it's a very, like, I don't know how to say this in a nice way, but if it's a very basic piece, like, say, like, it's a literal basic tea, you have no need to go to an H&M and buy that. You can yeah. go thrifting. But I do know one thing in India, thrifting isn't very common. It's not. It's yeah. not at all. So it's also about availability. But if you live in a place like the US or the UK, I think thrifting is a very nice place to find like actually really good clothes. And it's cheap and it's good. Yeah. And see, like, I know this may sound like... um pretty like oh it's not a useful piece of advice but like if you are like going and buying like basic pieces like a white tank top which i feel like everyone kind of does need in their closet you should 
be considering to like save up money to go buy from a truly sustainable brand because those pieces will last you longer and there will be better quality like there definitely will be so i would recommend to like save and go buy from that brand rather than a non-sustainable brand because those pieces will last you longer they'll probably look better they'll fit you better yeah so those are like the pieces you should be saving up for yeah, here is where you can't really use the trend or style excuse because that you can find anywhere. Yeah. So I feel like those are like good enough points. I feel like it all just comes out, comes down to the research you're doing about um, a brand. If you're like really um, passionate about being sustainable, then I feel like you would go um, beyond and take that step to researching about the company. So I feel like everyone should do that. Um, see the brands that you shop at the most, like research about them. Just check out other truly sustainable, other yeah. green brand, and I feel like that's good enough. That's at least making a step forward, and yeah, at least making yourself aware, even if you're not making the switch, um, uh, of going to just fully sustainable. No one's forcing you to do that. Just yeah. that you know you should be aware of things, um, that are impacting our environment. Because at the end of the day, it's going to impact all of us. One small thing can impact the environment very drastically. Yeah, and just because Kylie Jenner is taking a jet (laughs) and using it for three minutes and creating major consequences doesn't mean that you need to stop what you're doing to help the environment. You matter, your actions matter, and we're all in this together. But I guess, Akila, didn't you hear Green is in? 